Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. She's levitating. She's levitating. I like the way she says that. She's. Le- I'm levitating. I do too. No, you're 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 there. Your your microphone works. At first, it didn't. It didn't. No, I don't know. Maybe it was the operator. No, <laughs> couldn't be the operator. Uh, it is Wednesday. It is your favorite day because you get to say "Hope Day," and yeah. she get to say that, and I get to say I get to say this. Have you ever been offended? Have your feelings been injured? Did a tweet from 25 years ago upset you today? Then you or your loved one might be entitled to financial compensation. Call the law offices of Thompson Ham and call us toll-free today at 1-800-LAW. I always love that commercial. It's awesome. (laughs) It's so true nowadays. Have you been offended? (laughs) So I wonder if it's L-A-A... A A A W, or it could be L A W W W W W, like like that, right? Exactly. Right. So right. that's kind of not really a good. I, it's funny. Can I ask you? But it's it's not really. You know, you you don't know what you don't know. Can I ask you a weird question? Absolutely. Do you? Are you? Is is it? When you see somebody has an 800 number, like and there's a gazillion different 888 and 855 and all those ones right now. Yeah. Are you, how do you feel about that? In other words, if someone gives you an 800 number, are you positive or negative about that? I don't really have an opinion about it either way. See, it's interesting. I have a negative feeling about that now. When I because see, they're not local. Yeah, because they're not local. You know, because of the but fact just because they have a one eight hundred number doesn't mean that they're not local. I realize that, but see, back in the day, the reason people had toll free numbers is because that way you could call them and you wouldn't incur any long distance charges. Well, nowadays, I don't think anybody pays any long distance charges. I mean, I can pick up they my don't. I can pick up my phone and I can call any area code in the continental United States, and it doesn't cost me anything. You know, I mean, in other words, I've got an unlimited plan on my phone. I don't get any airtime. Or, well, not airtime. I'm getting long distance charges. You know, back in the day. Right. Geez, when I, you know, <laughs> with this, this, you know, with our radio station here, back in the day, you know, when our studios were in Washington, I mean, the only number we could call that wasn't toll free was another Washington number. If we called, if we called across the river into Augusta, it was like 30 cents a minute. It was crazy. I mean, we used to get long distance bills on a monthly basis of like eight, nine hundred dollars. It's funny that you say that, because when I moved, me and Tiffany and I moved uh, to Springfield to go so I could go to school uh, for the FAA, and I had an apartment. We had an apartment, just the two of us, and it was back in the day when you had to pay for long distance. Right. And I had my long distance bills to my mother <laughs> were so extensive that I had to. A put a block on my phone. They were they were more than my rent. Well, but and, and and that wasn't unusual. I mean, like no, if, if you I were, literally had to put a, a long distance block on my phone. So you couldn't. So in other words, you couldn't even call out long distance. You, you correct. So did your mom call you, or how did that work? We kind of had this thing where I would let it ring once, and then she would call me back. Interesting. Okay. Now, now here's the interesting thing, though. Remember about. Two or three months ago, when I put a, <laughs> I put a, yeah, I remember back. No, then, no, no, no. But far. I, you, uh-huh. you will, re- you will remember this, that I put a, uh, I was making a phone call and I pulled up the phone here in the studio and I had a dial tone, and Mike Otten, you know, one of our guys with the radio station, uh, texted me. He says, and essentially was something. His text was like, think about the people under thirty years old who don't know what that sound is. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, I never thought about that because if you've never, if you've not grown up with a landline, you wouldn't know what a dial tone was, right? Because, exactly. Because yes, you, you grab your phone and you punch the number in and you hit send and away you go. You know, or you just pull a you know number out of your your uh, your uh, uh, you know uh, your phone book. Now another one, 
the world's smartest woman, she told me a story about one of her sons who's in his 20s, called somebody and got a busy signal and didn't know what it was. Because there's another thing that, like, you don't get busy signals anymore. Call because, waiting. Well, because everybody has, like, if you're on the phone, almost, you know, almost everybody has voicemail. So if you're, if you're like, on your phone and you're talking and someone calls you, it rings a couple times. And if you don't pick it up, you know, if you let it just go to voicemail, um, you know, you don't get a busy signal. But if you still have, like, an old landline and someone, you know, like a single landline or, like, if you call, a, you know, a company that only has so many business lines and all they're all taken, you get a busy signal, which is like, okay, nobody gets that anymore. You know? I mean, like, and I'm trying to think, the last time I got a busy signal was about, I don't know, two or three months ago, and it turned out that the number I was calling was, was there's something wrong with a line. You know, that it was a a landline, but it wasn't the fact that whoever I was calling wasn't answering the phone. It was because of the fact that their phone lines were screwed up. So the phone company just put a busy signal on it. So when you called them, then you got "Eh, eh, eh," the busy signal. And we're like, God, the things, you know, I had a call yesterday. God, we'll maybe talk about this a little bit more next hour. Uh, One of my old radio buddies who I hadn't talked to in years. And unfortunately, uh, if I mention the station, he, uh, and I mean, this guy is super, super, super talented. I mean, and, and extremely good at what he does. One of the, and matter of fact, I think you may have met him once. Uh, I'll tell you off the air who it is. Cause I don't want to get him in trouble because he lost okay. his job and he's Aww. got, he's got a, um, um, severance package. So yeah. th- the reason that I, you know, you're going to get mad at me when I talk about this, but remember you and I had this not so good conversation yesterday about Facebook Messenger and DMing and things like that. And what was interesting was he came up on an old, uh, an old uh, messenger, uh, m- you know, messenger uh, call. A message. Message. A Facebook me- Messenger message. Mes- a Facebook, I, you know, I'm, I'm losing. Facebook Messenger message that I hadn't seen like six months. He, he like messaged me six months ago and I just saw it yesterday. Because, remember, I told you I had this conversation yesterday. I don't use Facebook mess- Messenger. I don't quite get it to the point I tell people. <laughs> no, no, I, I've had this discussion with people before. I've got a phone number. I've got, you can text me or you can email me. You know, you can call me on the phone. You can text me. You can email me. I mean, like, how easy is that? And not only that, with Messenger, I don't have, I've got the app on my phone, but... I don't quite understand why it's not a part of the Facebook app. You know what I mean? Because they changed that years ago. And just so you know, a Facebook message to a business is completely different than a Facebook message to you. I know. It's it's weird. You know, and it's to the point where it's like, okay, why is it that, and like with with Twitter, if somebody DMs me on Twitter, I don't have to go to another app to look at it. You know what I mean? It's there. If somebody shoots me a DM, I can see it. They shoot me a message. It's there in my Twitter app. But if somebody Facebooks me, you know, Facebooks Messenger me, it's not there in my Facebook page. I have to go to the Messenger app. And I'm going like, I don't understand that. You know, why would you make two different apps? Why can't you just, because nowadays everybody's like unifying everything. You know, let's put it all together. Roll it into one, you know, one package. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And I, so, so do you use Facebook Messenger a lot? Yes, I do. And and you know I do. Well, but but the people that you message, can't you just text them? No, because a lot of them I don't have their phone numbers. Can't you ask them for their phone number and put it in your phone book? Yeah, but that's usually after a Facebook message or two. Okay. Um. Uh, I have uh, the world's smartest. You don't smartest... like that idea? No, no. The world's smartest woman says, she says, that's not true. Um, you are looking at it wrong. And it's funny. She put the name of a restaurant uh, near her house, which I know, which I'm not going to mention because of the fact this guy, if, if the guy was dying and I could save him by, if he bought an ad on a radio station, he wouldn't do it. You know, I mean, if if he were dying of some disease and I had the cure for that disease, he wouldn't call me 
tempted to run an ad on my station if I told him, I'll give you the, the cure for the disease. If you run one ad on my station, he wouldn't do it. So anyway, she says, call blah, 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 blah on Friday night. So apparently <laughs> it's a restaurant that if you try to call for carryout, it's busy all the time, which is sort of interesting. So and, is my favorite little Chinese restaurant. Uh, it says, a fabulous pizza and no voicemail. <laughs> Okay, that's not true. You're looking at it wrong. I have to go further into this. Uh, anyway, we've got to talk. Um, we're going to talk. Is that what I just said? We're going to talk. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> we're going to talk. I want, meant to say we're going to talk. A couple different things. Interesting post that I did see on Facebook yesterday. The guy and his wife that owns Lewis and Clark Restaurant in downtown St. Charles. Interesting. Did you see this? I thought it wasn't Lewis and Clark anymore. No, you're thinking of um, you're thinking I am. of I just, Trailhead. It, I just remembered that in yeah. my Trailhead. as I said as it was coming up. Which, which if I'm not mistaken, I believe in the, back in the day the guy who started Trailhead owned Lewis and Clark as well too. I think he owned both of them, um, and uh, he sold Lewis and Clark's. I think in twenty. Oh, I have to look at the exact message from the guy, the new owner of Lewis and Clark's. Anyway, and did quite he message a, you? No, no, no. It was on. It was a Facebook post, and it was, and oh, it was, okay. and it was something that I want to talk about because I found it interesting. And, okay. And once again, you know, it's funny. You so, should, what is it that you want to talk about? We'll talk about it next hour. But once Tell again, me what I. So, what's it a reference to? Lewis and Clark's restaurant. Okay. Okay, but see, once again, and I'm not saying this to diss the new owner, uh, but I used to love going to Trailhead, and it got sold to the. Uh, the Schlafly people. It's now their third, you know, they've got the Schlafly one downtown on, what is that, like 14th Street or something like that. And then they've got the one in Maplewood. And then now they have the one, which is the old trailhead in downtown St. Charles. I it's like a fam chise. I love the food at Trailhead. I loved everything. I loved, there were several things on the menu that I used to go there years and years and years ago with my oldest son. We used to eat the what we called the truck tire onion rings. They had onion rings like I've never seen before. The onion rings were like, like, like if you took an onion and you chopped Vidalia. Well, no. If you took an onion and, and you chopped like a little bit off of each of the end of the onion, the onion rings were like three inches in diameter. You know, three inches wide. Right. And three inches in diameter. They were huge. I've never seen onion rings like that before. And you go there now, no onion rings. And the hamburger. None? No, you can't get. They don't have onion rings on the menu anymore. And you go there for the hamburger. The hamburgers at at Trailhead were great. Now at Schlafly, they're like, uh, I, I went there. I went there once, twice, three times since they switched, and I said to myself, I'm never coming back. It, and it, the whole place just changed. I don't know what happened. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's physically, it's the same place. You go in, and it's, there hasn't been a lot of changes. It's physically the same place it always was. But it's just like, okay, I don't know. It's just like the food's not good. And, and I used to go down to, uh, you know, Main Street, you know, probably at least once a month, eat there at Trailhead. I ate there last time, last year, sometime, I don't know, maybe about a year ago. It was summer last year, and I've never been back. And I was just curious if that I'm, is that you're not giving it a fair shake because last year was the year from H E Double Hockey Sticks. No, but but once again, the menu. I mean, everything on you know they took the menu. It could have been a COVID menu. No, no, they took because the I asked the waiter, and he says it's the same menu at all our restaurants. He says, we've gone to the same restaurant, the same menu. Everything that you get down on Maplewood and downtown, it's the same menu. Everything's the same. And I've eaten at the one, I guess about two years ago, the one downtown, same thing. It's like, okay, that was okay. Uh, you know, i never go back. It was okay. It was just so, so, so. Uh, uh. You know, it didn't do anything for me. I don't know. I'm not trying to diss the guy. You know, I mean, you know, it's, but, but see, once again, most people that go there go over there for the beer. I'm not a beer guy. I could care That's true, they do. I could care less about the beer. Anyway. Huh. No? Yes. Yes what? No what? No. But the beer. Okay. And we we're 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 too long. We gotta go. It's all your fault again. It's not my fault. Six, it's your fault. Six twenty nine. Westplex one oh seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly, she's Brad six thirty nine. You like that song? I do like that song. It's kind of mysterious. It does have that sort of that sound to it. It does, doesn't it? I'm like, oh, this is kind of lovely. By the way, 
Um, I've got her schedule for tomorrow. The La- lady who sent me the song a couple weeks ago, which we're now playing, Harlow. Yes. She's going to be on the air. Uh, call her at a uh, little bit, remind me, a little bit after 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, and I've not spoken to her. I've just emailed back and forth with her. Uh, if you know the story, it's a woman that about, I guess about, what was it, about three, four weeks ago? She sent me an email. It was, And yeah. I get these, I get these pretty often. People saying, hey, I, I, you know, I, I'm in a band, we did a song, and we'd love to play it. And quite honestly, most of them are A, either not the type of music we would play, or B, they're not very good. And in this case, you know, she sent me the song, she sent me a you know, downlink to it, and I downlinked it. Uh, actually, she sent me, I think it was a link to a SoundCloud, uh, which, you know, you know what's interesting? I, I got on a SoundCloud way, way, way back when, when it first came out. And I thought, it was, I thought it was really cool. And now it's like hardly anybody uses it anymore. At least that's my experience. I don't know. COVID. I mean, no, I don't think it's COVID. I think it is. I think that a lot of places um, went above and beyond to try to make something that was similar. And uh, I think that it kind of... Uh, to SoundCloud? No. Yes. Make something similar to SoundCloud. So you're saying you're saying that that because of the fact that they didn't have a unique uh, that w- at first when it came out it was unique and now that everybody's got that feature where you can upload a song or upload you know they do and it's and it's more of a um, uh, inclusive platform. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Anyway, I played the song and I thought to myself, I really like this song, but the quality wasn't really good. And I sent her back a message, and I go, you know, I like this, and I would consider playing it, but it's just not the quality for some reason. And and she she replied back. She says that's a real low low uh, you know low quality MP3. Uh, and I said, can you send me a WAV file? Because we play WAV files. Not that we're trying to be snooty here in the radio station, but we're kind of snooty. Well, no, WAV files are. No, we're really not kind of snooty actually. When it comes to audio, <laughs> the the best you can do is wave now i know there's probably some hi-fi freak out there that's not true waves aren't the best but it beats an mp3 because mp3 is compressed audio a wave file is uncompressed audio in other words it's got all the zeros and ones in it whereas an mp3 fools your ears it takes certain parts of the music and pulls it out which makes it a smaller file size and the reason that mp3 came around was the fact that back in the day when you had a very limited hard drive you couldn't put a lot of music on your hard drive now you go down to micro center and you can buy like a four terabyte you know hard drive and put like literally tens of thousands of songs on it and the you know the four terabyte hard drive costs you what 150 bucks something like that you know or you can you can buy uh you can buy like uh just like a um uh, you know, like like a, a plug like a, a plug-in hard drive. You know, USB hard drive that's you know that has like two terabytes for like eighty-nine dollars, and you can stick tons and tons and tons of music on it. So that's you know, and and still occasionally, if I send client a ad, I'll send it as an MP3 because some people's email can't handle that big of a, a, a you know a, of a, a file. You know, what I mean, I know on on Gmail you can send up to I think it's up to uh, 25, 25 megs. Um, and typically a WAV file is about five to six megs per minute. So, you know, we send a commercial, even if it's like a 30-second commercial, it's still going to be like, you know, three or four megs, and some people so can't she, handle that. So she sent you um, the a, file. a higher quality demo. Yeah, yeah. Because she, 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 it sounds beautiful. She put it in my Dropbox, and I downloaded it and put it on the air. So tomorrow, and, and I told you the story originally. I thought she was from Australia because when I went to the website, there's all these comments, you know, like these, there's these articles from the Australian, you know, Australian newspaper, and there's, you know, comments from these Australian radio stations. And I'm thinking she's from Australia. And I, and I go, what time is it there? And she says, I'm in the same time zone as you. I go, what do you mean you're in the same time zone as me? She says, I'm in Nebraska. I go, you're in Nebraska? And I go, what's all the stuff? She says, I don't know. She says, I send this stuff all over the world. And for some reason, it got picked up in Australia. And they love me in Australia. She says, but I can't get any radio station in the United States to play me. So anyway, we'll talk to her tomorrow. I've never talked I'm to her so, before. I'm so excited. And by the way, the song he's talking about is Haunted Houses. Yes. Which, which and, and, <laughs> can, can I talk about the J.C. Corcoran thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, next break. Remind me. The J.C. Corcoran thing is. Okay. He apparently got fired from this radio station he was working at, and and according to him, the way they fired him was, if it's true, 
is, shall we say, was not the best way to get rid of somebody who's an air talent, okay? And he had a line in there which was really funny. And, you know, you know, comedians, observational comedy, you know what observational comedy is? I don't. It's, it's like what Seinfeld does. I was in a store the other oh. day and I saw this guy this, walking this down. shows with no real purpose. Well, no, the observational comedy is he talks about things that he experienced. I was in a store the other day, and there was this guy walking down the aisle, and he only had one shoe on. I thought to myself, why has he only got one shoe on? I mean, that's observational comedy. And, oh, okay, got it. Yeah, and, and that type of a thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> what, what, Jay, what JC said was really, Next time. was really funny. You have to go on break. Yeah, I know, but what, what I, I'll talk about what he put in there was really funny, okay? Especially since I'm a user of this app. And by the way, the... Um, Smartest woman took me to school on Facebook Messenger, and I was wrong. Okay. What were you wrong about? We'll talk about that next break. Okay. Oh, okay. Can I put Brad's wrong? Uh, I am wrong. I'm wrong. Matter of fact, here's what I'm going to do. What? Here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to go into our social media page, and I'm going to do uh-huh. right there. I'm going to put a post. And I'm going to put this on both Facebook and Twitter. Brad is wrong. And that's going to go out on our Facebook page, okay? Huh. Don't know what to say about that. Here, I spelled wrong with a T. That's not right. <laughs> Brad is rot. Yeah, rot. Okay. <laughs> Brad is rot. It's 645. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning, 652. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Okay. What I was talking about was, um, we talked about this briefly yesterday, that uh, J.C. Corcoran got let go at the station, and um, he got let go in not the nicest way. And he had this long Facebook post, super long, like like 32 paragraph long. But one of the lines he used was when he was criticizing what the changes they were making at the station he was at, that they were playing a music that was so obscure you couldn't find it on Shazam. <laughs> Deep cuts and B-sides, <laughs> no, huh? I'm thinking to myself, that is that is a great line because I use Shazam quite a bit. And yeah, rare, do. rarely do I come across a song that's not on Shazam. You know what I mean? It's to the point where, like, I don't know how they do it, but even to the point where, like, for example, the lady we'll have on tomorrow, the song we're playing on the air right now, her name is Harlow, and it's called Haunted Houses. I Shazam that, and sure enough, there it is. So she's on Shazam. And quite honestly, I don't know how you do that. I'm, that's one, of, you know, write that down. A question, okay, what do you want me to write down? Question, ask her how she got her song listed on Shazam. Because, like, if you and I were to, you know, sing a song, a goofy song, and we record it and we stick it up, how do we get it, like, listed on Shazam? You know what I'm saying? How did, they how, probably got, you know, got it off of your station. No, 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 no. I don't know how that. But ha- she's already got a following in Australia, so that doesn't surprise me that she's well, on but, Shazam. But once again, here's it's the chicken and the egg question. If you go in for a job and they say, like, let's say you're a high school kid, you're 16 years old. And there's a sign that says help wanted. And you go in and you go, hey, I want, I'd like to work here. And they go, well, do you have any experience? No. I'm sorry. We only hire experienced people. How do you get experience? How do you get, how do the people in, in, in uh, Australia find out about it? How did they find out about her? A, a girl from Nebraska, how did they find out about her music in Australia, the other side of the world? How did they do that? How, and that's why maybe, maybe she was emailing them. I don't know. I get emails from time to time from sometimes, you know, some of them are like, hi, this is Bob from India, and I, you know, I can do apps for you. Like, okay, Bob, yeah, right, your name's Bob, you know. Uh, but and, <laughs> and occasionally, I got this thing this morning that it's sort of interesting is that I'm going to try it, and what it is is it's, it's, a, it's, a, a, it's a NAI app, you know, automated, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, artificial intelligence, okay, AI. And okay. it writes commercials. So in other words, you put in a couple things like you put in like um, Schlafly's, Schlaf- Schlafly's Restaurant, downtown St. Charles, hamburgers are not so good. And it writes a commercial. Do it. <laughs> Do it on one of our breaks. <laughs> and see what kind of commercial it writes. Uh-huh. Well, but, you know, here's the other thing. I get these things all the time, and obviously you and I are talking on the air. We have voices. 
And the thing I get now is, and I have to be honest with you, I got one the other day. And I thought to myself, man, this one is good. It's, 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 it's text-to-speech. And it's not like the ones like that where you type in something and it would come back like this. Good morning, Shelly, at 656. It's pretty darn good. And if you don't listen real carefully, you think it's a real person. And I'm going like, man, is this sort of spooky? You know, I mean, like, is it like one of those that sit there and call your house? And no, 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 no. This Hi, is this is this, this is, is Sherry. This is for doing. This is for doing. Like, if you do a video, or if you do like a, uh, you know, an audio blog post or something like that, or even it talked about. You can even make your own podcasts. You can take like, if you're a writer, let's say you write stuff, you can just write it, and it'll turn it into into speech. And you put that on your podcast. That's your podcast. So in other words, if you're not, if you let's say you got a crappy voice, or you don't talk very well, or you don't just don't like the comfortable talking, and you can just type the stuff, and it'll do text to speech, and then you can do different accents. You can do like you know, you can be man, United States, man, Brooklyn, man, you know, London, woman, Czechoslovakia, you know, woman. I think that's what that was. You know, remember me telling you the other day that I got this phone call, and I asked her if she was real, and she said i'm a real person talking into a computer yeah that's that's the ai ones that's the that's the uh, the phone ones where and they, she had a country accent and i'm like and and i always throw them off and they ask me a question i'll say my underwear is too tight that's my famous line and and they'll go like what or sometimes you'll get like ha, 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 a laugh like that and then they'll ask the question let me ask you that again you know blah 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 blah, blah. my underwear is too tight and then sometimes they'll just hang up because <laughs> they're going like, okay, we've we're smart. So it really is a real person. Well, they just record. They just record bits. They just record segments. I'll tell. Oh, okay. Here, next hour, I'll tell you the story about that. Okay, it's six, okay. It's six fifty-seven. Yes, it is. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Like that song. Unfortunately, she's a member of the Twenty Seven Club. Died way too early. Twenty-seven years old. Is this, she you know, really did. It was. It was a shame. And the sad about it is, she died exactly songs about she went to rehab and it didn't work and she essentially killed herself with drugs and alcohol i sound like an old guy don't i hey, drugs and alcohol you know no, because it's it's more prevalent I, well it, put it this way it's probably not more prevalent but the people talking about it is well it's changed it used to be you know just drugs drugs meaning like heroin and cocaine and stuff uh-huh. like that now it's uh, you know all the opioid stuff remember remember mr uh, mr mr gaines isn't is his name Kyle Gaines? Isn't that his name? Yes. St. Charles kind of ambulance guy, who yes, who comes to the chamber of commerce meetings and always brings us down. I mean, good guy, but last couple times he spoke about all the deaths that in St. Charles County all over the country with the uh, the opioid overdoses, and it's like and oh even my God. here in St. Charles, oh, it's, it's everywhere, it's prolific. Well, it's everywhere. It's one of those things. Yes. You know, I mean, it's but a lot of people don't believe that it's happening in their. Their well, town, and it is. It's getting better because of the fact that, uh, matter of fact, uh, they just passed. I think it was yesterday to bring in current events. Uh, Parson Governor Parson just signed the PDMP um, uh, bill. You know, we were the last state in the country that didn't have that. You know what PDMP is? Predi- pre- I have no clue. Prescription drug um, something something um, monitoring program PDMP. So, in other words, the idea being is that you can't go to multiple doctors sort of like what rush limbaugh had done he'd gone to multiple doctors and gotten the same prescription from multiple doctors so he had an opioid problem and what he would do is he would just go to a doctor a doctor b doctor c doctor d and say i got this pain in my back from back surgery can you give me a prescription and they'd write a prescription well he would go to various uh, pharmacies and fill the prescription and therefore, the pres- prescription drug monitoring program is a database set up so that that would show up. So that if Rush Limbaugh went to five different pharmacies in two days and got the same prescription, they would flag it. So in other words, when he would go into the, another pharmacy, and I'm not making fun of him. I mean, he, he talked about this. This was a problem he had. Um, and uh, when he went to it, you know, and this is anybody. But he was, I think he was one of the people. You know, sometimes famous people who um, screw up, have meltdowns in their life, have terrible situations that happen to them. Uh, if it happens to you and me, we'll go like, eh, that's just the way things are. But when it happens to some ho- ho- high-profile person like him, you go like, man, this is a problem. 
you know, how did he ever let this happen? And if you know the story, he had back surgery and he had tremendous pain and he got hooked on the opioids and it got to the point where, and that's what Kyle Gaines would talk about when he would make the presentations to the various groups, like the chamber. He would talk about the fact that people would have a prescription and it would run out and they were hooked and they would, then they would start buying it illegally or buying it, you know, having people go, I've, I've, I should tell you a story. I can't tell it on the air. Um, I'll tell you a story about somebody that I know that wanted to do that, wanted me to do that for him. Wanted to do what? A dude. Wanted you to do what? Fill a prescription for him. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sad. And I'm I told sorry him, for that. Well, I told him. I said, you need help. And he goes, no, it's it's just, I don't know. No, seriously, you need, you need help. You really need help. Anyway. Um, okay. We talked about the uh, Shazam thing with J.C. Corcoran. The yes. Facebook post the other day from, I think the guy's name is Dan Badcock, B-A-D-C-O-C-O-C-K. Um, he's the guy that owns Lewis and Clark Restaurant down in Main Street in St. Charles. And his post was, he's, they're closing on Tuesday and Wednesdays now. And I think they're already closed on Mondays. So they're only going to be open like Thursday through Sunday. And why is that? He can't find. I don't know. Why he, is that? He, he he tells the story. He can't find people to work. They can't find staff. And he essentially said, "I've got a great group of full-time staffers. I don't want to burn them out. I don't want to have them work six and seven days a week. So what I've decided to do is I was just going to shut the place down. Like I said, he said Tuesday and Wednesday, and I do believe they're closed already on Monday. I may be wrong on that. So essentially, he's only going to be open. From what I understand, according to the post, he's going to only going to be open Thursday through Sunday. So if you go there on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's not open because he can't have the people work that hard. You know, I mean, you know, and in the restaurant business, that that's actually true. Um, I actually heard the other day that um, someone was actually asking for help, so they didn't have to close the doors. Well, but that's happened. That's all over the place now. Yeah, I mean, you can't drive if you go in St. Charles County. You can't drive for five minutes, like in St. Peter's or, you know, any place like you go that has retail or food places. Any place you go, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring. Everybody's trying to hire. And, and the sad part of it is, as opposed to our president who said when he was questioned about this, about are, are we paying people to stay home and not work? Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. People want to work. People want to. No, they don't. If you're getting up until... Like, what, last Saturday or something like that? If you get $900 yeah. a week, you know, most people are going to go like, I'm going to stay home and watch Netflix. $900 a week, that's, you know, that's, that's uh, what, 3600 a month, you know? Pays my rent, yeah. pays my car payment, you know, you know, gives me, you know, pays for my, uh, my, uh, my computer, uh, you know, my internet, pays for my, my subscription to uh, Disney Plus and Hulu Plus and stuff like that and Netflix. Hey, I'm good. You know, I'm just going to sit at home and, and not do anything. Just, I am golden. Right. That's not the case anymore. Well, but but see, the, the, the conversation I had yesterday was with a guy that has been in the radio business for a long time. Not as long as me, but close to it. And he got, he got his job laid off in a very, very high-profile radio station. And if I told you the guy's name, it wouldn't necessarily, uh, you wouldn't necessarily pick up on his name, but you know his voice because he's on tons of commercials. At least he used to be. And he said something very interesting. He said... Our industry is not mentoring people. They're not mentoring young people. I agree with that. And to the point where where I know how when I got started in the business, I had a guy by the name of Mike Ferris, a.k.a. the Red Baron, who sort of took me under his wing, pardon the pun, Red Baron, take me under his wing, and uh, sort of, you know, helped me and told me, this is the right, right way to do this. This is the wrong way to do this. That was really good. That sucked, you know, and, 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 and he was at times not kind, you know, I mean, he was, he, his, his criticism of me was very direct and it made me think, okay, I'm not as good as I thought I was, you know, cause when you're young, you're, oh, I can do this. But anyway, the point being is, and this person who shall remain nameless, let's call him Bill. That's not his real name. Bill said, he says, I see that in so many businesses nowadays. There's not a mentoring program. There's not entry level. And the other point he made, which was really interesting, was people talk about you need a living wage to work in fast food, okay? When I worked at Steak and Shake back in the day, 
I never thought that was going to be my career in life. I never thought to myself, you know, wow, I could do this for the rest of my life. And at the time, Steak and Shake was trying to create that image that you could work there for the rest of your life because they had a great retirement program. And I remember they had a deal when one of the, one of the restaurants I worked at, I worked at a couple of them, one of the restaurants I worked at, one of Steak and Shakes, they had a ceremony for a lady who worked there for like 30 years. And when she retired, she got like a $50,000 bonus check because she was in some program that the company had done. You know, so for many years, you got you know, loyalty bonus and stuff like that. I don't think those programs exist anymore with most companies. You know, they're just gone. And the idea being is that, and, and I heard somebody yesterday say this, uh, a guy who is in the restaurant, uh, uh, it was on a talk show, and the guy was talking about this exact same thing, talking about fast food places and talking about the fact that there are, he was talking about there is a fast, I can't remember what, there's some place in California, I can't remember the city. They're starting people at $22 an hour to work fast food, okay? And his point was that that's just going to be temporary. And the moderator said, why is that temporary? He says, because the owners of that fast food restaurant can't make any money paying people $22 an hour. It's a stopgap measure until they put in the new automation equipment. And he talked about there's going to be automated burger fryers, and automated burger, you know, automated French fried flyer fryers, and automated soft drink. Already, you see, you ever see those things? Some of the places have it where you push a button, and it's like a cup drops down, and you say, yes. okay, I want, you know, Diet Coke, and you push a button, and a cup drops down, and it fills it with ice, and it automatically fills it to the top with soda. I mean, right? They have that. I know. McDonald's Th- does. That's going to be the entire place. Everything's going to be computerized. And like, for example, here with our radio station, once upon a time, to keep this radio station on the air, we had to have somebody here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, playing the music. Not anymore. we got computers that do it. And there are several radio stations that there's never anybody live on the air. Matter of fact, that's sort of how you and I ended up on the air because I, got, I got called out on that. I got called out. You know, I made some comment about, well, you know, everything's automated. And someone said to me, yeah, like your stations. I went like, ouch. You know, like, wow, that hurt. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they're right. Now, the problem we have is, and you know this for a fact, if I said, okay, we're going to hire an afternoon person. We're going to be live in the mornings and live in the afternoons. I want to hire an afternoon person. I probably couldn't find anybody with enough experience to go on the air. I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I I'm, don't agree with that. No, what, do you think I could find somebody? I do. And you think they would show up for every, every day? You know, and once again, I'm not going to hire them full-time. I'm going to hire them part-time. I'm just going to yep. say, you're going to be air from, on the air from 2 to 6 every afternoon, and this is going to be your job. You show up every day at 2 o'clock. You play music and talk until 6 o'clock, and you're done. You think I could yes. find somebody? I do. Okay. I think you're wrong. Let's talk about how you were wrong. I, I want to get to that one. I'm always wrong. No, but why were you wrong about Messenger, according to the smartest woman in the world? If I go my whole thing... Okay, if I go to, let me open it up here with my Facebook page. Uh, Up in the upper right-hand corner, let me go here. There's a little, little, a little icon dealy, and it's a little question mark, or a little, you know, little, um, what am I saying, magnifying glass. It's not a question mark, it's a magnifying glass. If you click on that, it will show me the last couple things that people sent. It'll show me recent. But see, once again, and like, go ahead, send me a, send me a message on Facebook. Um, do you want it to go to you? Me personally. Yeah, no, me, me personally. Send me a message on Facebook, okay? I've got my Facebook open. There's my Facebook page. Blah, 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 blah. I'm looking at my Facebook page. Um, and um, what will happen is, and when she did this, she showed me how it, it pops up. But still, there's no, there's no way for me to go um, directly to Messenger from there. If someone sends me, tell me when you send me a message. Okay. Did you just send it? No, I'm doing it now. Okay. And once again, you know, I'm the dumbest guy in the world. I'm not the smart. You know, I, I, every day I realize how little I know. 
I read that years ago. The older you get, the more you realize what you don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's to the point where when you're young, you think you know everything. And then when you start to really get exposed to the world, you realize, man, I don't really know that much about this. I don't know that much about that. Did you send me a message? I'm doing that right now. What? You don't have to send me I a, was trying a... to do it. I was trying to do it on my computer, but I'm more, I'm more skilled on um, my, my phablet. Some people would debate that you're skilled at anything. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're lucky I can't multitask, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get punched. <laughs> you walked into that one because you know I'm kidding you. You know, I mean, you're you know those planes. That's okay. I'm not the one that's going to get the flack today over that comment. Those planes are landing at Lambert, and they have you to thank for all that work you did for years, right, with the FAA, right? When you land yeah, at Lambert, it wasn't just me; it was a whole team. Well, but you're part of it. When you land at Lambert, you can. There's still stuff that you worked on that's still out there in the field working, correct? Yes. Okay, so when you when, or it's been replaced. <laughs> well, well, at one point in time, you 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 helped. You were in what? What was your division? Navigation and what? Navigation and communications. Navigation I was and part of airways facilities. Right. So in other words, which turned into technical operations. Right. Well, they're always changing stuff. You know, it's like okay. Uh, da, 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 da. okay. I just, I just texted you. Not, not showing up. She, on Messenger? Well, no, no, no. It, she, I, she said, if I go on the upper right-hand corner, there's a little icon that says she sent me a message. It's not there. I don't see it. Are you on your, you might be, are you just a regular person on Facebook or are you a public figure? I don't know what I am. I'm just me. I know, but sometimes to get more, because you've got a lot of friends on Facebook, personally. But if if Brad Hildebrand on Facebook is a, a real person and not a business entity, it would work work differently. Well, the smartest woman in the world sent me a sent me something. I I saw it. See my maybe you have me blocked. My my whole premise are is Are you sending it to you want me to send it to Brad Hildebrand or do you want me to send it to KSLQ? Completely different. I get it. Did, but did you send it to me or do who'd you send it to? I sent it to you, Brad Hildebrand. I didn't get it. But let me here, let me go into my stupid messenger app. See, this is what I don't like about it. It's the point where like why do, you know, once again, there it is. Hi, this is fun. That's what you sent. Seven twenty one AM. But once again, when I go on my Facebook page, that's not there. And my point being is that, like, I got a phone number. I got, you can call me, you can text me, and I have an email address, okay? If you want to get, every once in a while, somebody will say, I couldn't get a hold of you. I go, you didn't try very hard. The most accessible man in <laughs> right. the world. I answer, remember, I answer the phone at 2 o'clock. Remember, 2 o'clock in the morning was a couple weeks ago when the guy calls me from the hospital. Hi, yes. I'm in room. <laughs> I told that story at 2 o'clock in the morning. My phone goes off, and I go, it's never a good thing. I can go back in my life, and I can tell you, when my phone went off at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, it's never a good thing. It's the police calling me, saying that, you know, somebody I know has been arrested, or unfortunately somebody I know has been in a bad accident, or someone telling me that my radio station's on fire, or, or you know, something unfortunately telling me that someone's passed away. Uh, those kind of calls at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. But I answered my phone, and my phone rang at like, I don't know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I answered to some guy in the hospital. Hey, you need to come pick me up. I'm in room, you know, 5502. I go, do you know who this is? Yeah, it's the guy at the radio station. Uh, yeah, I know you, you help people out. Can you come get me out of the I don't have no idea who this guy was. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm in. And I think he was in the psych ward because I mentioned it to somebody that worked at that hospital. And they go, oh, yeah, that's the psych floor. So was, apparently this guy was, was, was had a cell phone and he was calling people trying to get him. The, you know, he, was, he told me he'd meet me in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I don't think the lobby of the hospital is open. You know, I think the well, only thing at the hospital. He's on the, the psych ward. I, I couldn't say. That man is crazy, but you can't say that anymore. Right. You can't say things like that. I mean, he's nope. nuts. He's crazy. He's, you know, he's got bats in his belfry. Remember that one? Bats in his belfry? Yes, yes. Nobody uses those kind of phrases anymore. They just say you're FN or FC. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. like, I had to think about that. <laughs> right. That's what they say. He's just crazy. He's just Westplex 107.1. My heart, my head. I don't have either one of those. 7.35, good morning. It's BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Is that the way it is, right? 
I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> how it is. That's what I thought. Okay, first off, guess who's coming to Kansas City on August 7th? Who? Garth Brooks. Really? Yeah, he's going to be playing. Now, I, I, seen, I see the official release here. Uh, he's going to be playing at GEHE Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Did is is that is that a deal where they rename the stadium? It's now GEHE. I don't even know what GEHE is. It must be some local, can, you know, Kansas City company or healthcare organization or something like that. Anyway, interesting. He said they were going to do this last year, and they were just about ready to announce they were going to do this concert outdoor at Arrowhead. You know, with sixty, seventy thousand people. Right. And, and then COVID hit. So he said it was like the world's best kept secret, the concert that never happened. They they had already, you know, talked to uh, the owners of the field, and they were going to do this big, massive outdoor concert. And then COVID hit, and they didn't do it. And matter of fact, they never even announced it because COVID hit before they made the announcement. But they were in the process of putting this concert together. So they decide they're going to do it this year, August 7th in Kansas City. Is that the kind of thing you drive? Or, and, and tickets go on sale. I mean, that thing will sell out like that. It, it will. I think that we should rent a party bus. And um, I do. And have some of our listeners go with us. <laughs> yeah. We could we could rent a party VW uh, bug, <laughs> VW and, have bug. Our, and have our listeners go with us. <laughs> We'd, we'd still have room for one in the back seat, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be fun. You know, I'm not a big fan of outdoor concerts. I just am not. I just have never been. I know, but it's Garth Brooks. Brad. Yeah, but I don't care if it's. I don't care if who it is. I don't care if it. The Beatles. You know, if the if George Harrison and John Lennon came back to life and it was the Beatles again, I was going like, uh, you know, I don't want to go outside. I, you know, I think that's because of the fact that. I endured several seasons of the Mississippi, the Mississippi River Festival where I worked there, and it was hell. It was H-E-double hockey sticks. It was terrible. I mean, I won't go into the details, but it was just... So it was hot? No, it was... I worked for the police department, and um, it was... Oh. I saw, I saw the, the bad side of people. I mean, God, I, I'm telling you. I, you know, there was, there was six years of my life as a young guy... I started working at Steak and Shake when I was 15. I lied about my age, and I was a curb boy. And I was, like, naive about the way people are. And I have to tell you that I can divide people into, like, three or four different categories. When you're working with the public, the smallest percentage, unfortunately, are the really nice people who treat you with respect no matter what kind of job you are. If, you're, if you have the world's worst job, if you're cleaning bathrooms at, at a restaurant and somebody comes in, there's always some guy who come in and say, hey, how you doing? Nice job doing that, you know, cleaning the bathroom. Thank you so much for keeping the bathroom, okay? That's, that's like 10% of the people who would come into the bathroom. There's like 60% of the people who wouldn't, you know, pay attention to you, would like, wouldn't even say a word to you. And there's like, what is that, 60? And there's the 30%, I'm up to 70. The 30% of the people who would go and like, hey, dude, you missed a spot over here. <laughs> How do you like, you know, you know, picking up poop off the floor and cleaning urinals? It's, it's lots of fun, isn't it? <laughs> Kid, you, this is what you're going to do the rest of your life. Get what I'm saying? There's <laughs> some people that are Yeah, I are used to buttheads. actually... <laughs> I used to actually, and poor you if you had to do that, because um, I actually cleaned professionally um, um, Boeing buildings, and that was one of my, before I got on with the government, and uh, men's rooms aren't real specific. If you all hit anything, you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the idea being that when I, I, I went through high school, as a curb boy at Steak and Shake, and then I worked for a police department, and I saw the side of life that a lot of people don't see. And you know, you know, you see the best of humanity well, and the worst of humanity. You know, what's the old saying? The stupid you don't hear it too much anymore. Walk, walk a mile in my shoes, walk a mile in my moccasins. You know, whatever it is. Yes. I mean, you know, all these people that are crying for defund the police, I think they should be required to work side by side with a police officer for a week. Just be like you know the, the second person in the squad car and go on every single the fly call. on the wall. No, no, no. Go on every single call and just be like the guy's shadow, shadow police officer. 
I mean, and there's so many jobs like that. So many jobs that if you like, well, that that you know that guy, he you know he's got the world's easiest job, and you realize, no, that's not the case. He's got a tough job, you know, he or she, you know. I mean, and and especially like a police officer. I mean, you know, once again, I saw these guys. They'd get abused by the citizens. They'd get abused by their their you know their senior staff like you know the lieutenants and the sergeants lieutenants the captains and the and the chief and they'd be abused by the by the you know by the governmental agencies you know i mean like pick a city pick you know o'fallon or st peter's or you know whatever city of st louis st louis county okay you got your you know and you're a cop for like let's say let's pick one you're a cop for st charles st charles city okay you got your shift commander who's usually like a sergeant you know, then you got lieutenant, then you got a captain, you got a chief, okay? Then you got the mayor, then you got all the consul people, then you got the people that are, you know, civil service employees that work at the city, and they're all telling you what to do. And they're all telling you, you know, no, hey, what are you cops doing? We're paying you. You're riding around in those cars with air conditioning on. Do you ever get out of your car? And, you know, I mean, that's the stuff you deal with. And it's to the point where we're like, I've gotten to the point where I don't criticize anybody for their job unless they really screw up or unless the case this week, you really try to scam me. And I've told you the story. I sent it off yesterday. I, I, you know, I, did I tell you about this? I officially sent my complaint to the state of Missouri licensing board on someone who tried to scam me, a professional, shall we say who has a license with the state of Missouri. I won't mention what kind of license. Maybe I'll go into a little bit more depth on the street. And finally, to the point where... I think I know who you're talking about. Over the past five or six years, I have been scammed. I I mean, not to the point where I fell for any of them, but to the point where I'm going like, okay, this is a scam. And every single time it was. Every single time it was. And I got to the point where I'm going like, okay, I'm done with this. And in the past six months, you know who I'm talking about? I do. We had somebody who actually committed a crime against us. Not one, not once, not twice, but three times committed a crime against the radio station. A property crime. Trespassed on our property and damaged our equipment. Okay? And once again, that person is next. And the only reason that I didn't do that already is because of the fact that, that uh, you know, I need to get the police report straightened out on that. I already have their police report and the person is not named and pretty soon their name's going to be in the police report and it's not going to be a good situation for them. And I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of, 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 you know, once again, these people who claim they're professionals and they have a license that was, you know, they had to take a test for, they had to take a class and they have this license from the state of Missouri and they're just scum. You know, let's just put it that way. They're just scum. Because they're trying to trick people. They're trying to, you know, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? I do. And you know the situations in both of those. Do you disagree yes. with me? Do you disagree with me in any of them? No, I do not. If I were to tell the story about both of these people, do you think there would be anybody who would come to their defense and say, well, you're being tough on them? I don't know the answer to that question. Well, I mean, they would, would have to know the whole story. Yeah, but if they if I told the whole story, do you think anybody would defend what they did? I don't know. You you think that there were people go, "Yeah, that's the what was wrong? Why what's your problem with that, Brad? They didn't do anything wrong." People are weird. Okay, so you It said, wouldn't surprise me that somebody would have an issue with it and bring up a re, you know, a a what's it called? A re So so you you're telling me that if I got mad at somebody if I if went on the air in the morning and I said this morning I said you know I'm really mad at this person I'm gonna go punch him and I went to that person's business or house or whatever I met him in a parking lot I punched him in the nose tomorrow That's morning meditation well tomorrow morning you you don't think that I would be universally condemned for that you don't if I said you'd I, be in jail well but the point being that how's that for universally well, but, so in other words you're saying somebody would say well that guy deserved to get punched in the nose so that's what you're saying. No, that's not. <laughs> no. I, you know, I, I'm see, you know, you've been around me long enough to know that I live my life on defense and rarely, rarely do I ever go on offense. That's true. And because of the fact that, and I think to a certain point, I think 
and this is going to be something what I think already you're seeing this happen with our country and our president that people didn't want to mess with Donald Trump because they knew that if you said something about him, he's going to come back at you. If you said one thing bad about him, he's going to come out and say 10 things bad about you, whether they're true or not. Okay. He, he admitted that he was, a, he was, he punched back. He punched back. He punched him. He punched back harder. That's the way he was with our current president. I think that you're seeing this all over the world that people are pushing his buttons to see what see what he's made of. You know, Putin's doing this. You know, the the president in Guatemala. If you know the story, what happened the last couple of days when when Vice President Harris was down in Guatemala, they're pushing his buttons to see what he does because that's how some people are. They're going to push you to the point where you push back, and if you never push back, they know they just keep pushing. So basically, you have been pushed to the brink and not necessarily by these two people but people in their profession i mean i agree i mean i can tell the story of of what someone did to one of my family members sent them a letter where they just outright lied just outright said they did something and they didn't do it and when i called them on it they gave me you know, first thing. Well, you, you didn't read the letter right. I go like, okay, let me read you the letter. Let me read you back the letter that you sent to my family member, and you tell me what I misinterpreted. And then when I read it to, oh, I didn't write that. How come it's on your letterhead? How come it's got your signature on it? Well, uh, 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 my assistant wrote that. Okay, fine. It's on your letterhead. It's got your name. It you know came an envelope from your company. You signed the letter. So you now you're telling me you had no idea that. Well, I didn't know what they were doing. Guess what? It's your business. Your name's on you know on the on the registration with the state of Missouri for the corporation, whatever it was. I can't remember LLC. You're responsible. I don't care. You know. You know. It's just like it's almost like you being responsible for something silly I've done. But, I've remembered that a couple times. But see, remember. Remember, the thing about it is, you laugh about this. When I took that course, when I took the Billie Jean course, rule number zero or rule number one, uh-huh. everything's your fault. And he said that if you get to the point where you start blaming other people, that's, that's the problem right there. That you have to step back and say, I take full responsibility for everything that is wrong. It's, it's ultimately my fault. It's ultimately my fault that... I didn't succeed at my business. It's ultimately my fault that I dropped out of high school. Ultimately my fault that, you know, I uh, married the wrong person or I didn't treat the right, I, I married the right person and I treated her wrong or I, I, you know, my kid is on drugs because I didn't spend enough time with him or, you know, it's all my fault. And, and to me, it's been a cleansing experience. How many times do you hear me say that? I say it all the time. My fault. I screwed up. You know, I'm not going to say, well, uh, it was so-and-so. And see, that's the thing that gets me with all, on, on Well, these... then why is it always my fault when we run over, like now? Because that's part of the, 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 the fact that I'm blaming you for things that are my fault. See, yes. But that's, that's like I'm being sarcastic. I'm being, I'm being, you know, what do you call it? I'm being... Uh... Brad? <laughs> no. I mean, but once again, it is my fault. When we, when we go long, it's my damn fault because I'm talking too damn much. Okay, well then, for that, it's 749. <laughs> You'll put an end to that, right? Westplex yep. 107.1, it is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly, she's Brad, 754, as we're getting late again, and I've got to keep on top of the clock because I have a new software program that cuts me off at 8 o'clock, not, right? Yep, the big cutter By the way, uh, smartest listener, I didn't know what GEHA was, the GEHA uh, uh, arena, or what they call Arrowhead Field, Government Employee Health Insurance, or GEHA. I, yeah, that GA, that's GIA. No, Government Employee Employee Health Association, GEHA. Yes, that's GIA. That's that's um, dental and eye vision. You know what Geico is? Yeah, it's it's a gecko. Yeah, but you know what it stands for? Um, Government Employees Insurance Company. Right, 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 right. And you know how many people know that? Nobody. So do they? Well, the in, people who work used to work for the government know that. Well, but in Kansas City, did they call Gia or do they say G E H A? Do you know? Is it Gia? I, I call it Gia, but G- that's Gia, like Gia. Yes. like a cowboy gets on a horse. Gia, Gia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, things we didn't talk about this morning. We'll talk about tomorrow. Boom. Okay, I I teased boom. about boom. Boom's pretty interesting. Boom has to do with a new airliner. 
Really? Yes. A new that sounds <laughs> feasible. <laughs> well, it, 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 you know, here's the interesting thing. The guy, I'll, I'll just tease it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you won't. How's that for logic? Okay. Um, the interesting it's part of this. how we work. <laughs> yes. The interesting part of this is that it's a guy with an idea. And everybody's going like, oh, this guy, this guy, this never happened. Once again, a point, a, once upon a time, a guy by the name of Elon Musk, everybody made, what kind of a name is that? That sounds like some kind of a cologne, Elon Musk. You know, uh, <laughs> once, once upon a time, people, you know, he said, I'm going to make an electric car. Matter of fact, it's pretty funny. If you go back, you can find it on YouTube. You can find a YouTube video of him with a prototype for one of the first, uh, for one of the first Tesla cars where he's got it, got it on Wall Street you know, there in, in, in downtown New York City, and he's talking about this is going to be the future, electric cars. And everybody went, yeah, right. He's on, like, a, one of the morning shows. He's on Today's show or something like that. And people are going, like, electric car? Nobody's going to ride an electric car because, you know, the extension cord's got to be too long. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, the rest is history. He came up with the Tesla, and things have never been the same. Okay, we got to get going because I'm going to be chopped out here in a minute. Uh Quick, say goodbye to the sponsors. Don't give the whole dissertation. Just give the four sponsors and we're done. Hello? <laughs> I'm sorry. Salt River Automotive, um, Angie Harness, um, powered by Keller Williams, Jeff Lang, Jeff Lang Insurance Company, and Scott Ellinger with the Brass Rail Steakhouse. Thanks, guys. BS in the morning. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll tell you all about Boom. 758. Peace.